Whether you're starting a game or starting your day, you need to pick a starting lineup, and you're going to want the starter from Jack Black. Loaded with the superior skincare the pros love, Kings fans can get the starter for just $10, shipping included. Available exclusively at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB, the starter has four of Jack Black's best-selling skincare and shave products, plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm, SPF 25, in natural mint. Here's to the winning combination for 2022, the LA Kings and the starter from Jack Black. $10 plus free shipping, available at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB while supplies last. You're listening to an LA Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit LAKings.com slash podcast. Janot stripped of the puck. And the other way up the right wing is Lazat, shorthanded in the zone to the right circle. Lazat centers, score! Trevor Moore! You're listening to All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the LA Kings. And away with it is Trevor Moore, feeds it ahead for Kapari. Into the zone around one man, centers, Byfield, scores! Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. All right, we are here inside the media room at Crypto.com Arena. I almost called it the other name. Joining me, Dennis Bernstein. How are you doing tonight? Doing great, Jess. How are you? And Trevor Raybone, PA announcer for your LA Kings. How are you doing tonight, Trev? Doing great. I want to say right now, Trevor, I love your sad voice when the other team scores. <laughs> I get a kick. <laughs> it's very matter of fact. I get a kick like, out of it. Like this, this is a thing that happened. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. All right, Dennis. Yep. Six goals. I asked Todd if this was complete 60. He said it was. Yeah. Every facet of the game worked for this team tonight. They gave up one goal to go 3-1, to one and they just didn't let up. They, I think the key just was going to the room 3-1 and not giving up that second goal. And then and Nashville's on the end of a back-to-back. They're playing their second-string goalie who rarely plays. They weren't ready to win tonight, and they took care of business in the third. It was a complete victory. But now you got to build off it. And Todd didn't want to talk about trap games, but the next three home games – Chicago twice in Seattle. You win those games, you don't have to worry about that Canadian road trip. Then you're really on a path to the playoffs. One of the things I'm learning uh, about being in the room and asking questions of the coaches and the players is they're not going to give you what you want when you even say the no. word trap game. And Don McClellan said exactly what I expected him to say, which is there's no such thing as a trap game. Not for this team. No. Well, they haven't made the playoffs in four years. What trap game? Yeah, well, but they're – I mean – if they played a Bakersfield Ever, Condors, it would be a trap game, but not sure. Chicago. But earlier in the season when they had, I can't remember what the murderer's row was, but then at the end of the week they had Arizona, and they lost Arizona, and everybody knew going into it. I was saying it for 10 days heading into it. Just, they just the played game. a bad game in Vegas. They yeah. won tonight against the tired team. It's not – Todd's right. It's not If their mentality is we need to let up ah, for it's a human, team that has – It's human nature, though. But he's not. But I get why coaches can't say it. I get why players are never going to give you that. So I don't. that's why I don't even ask about it. But yeah. Trevor's down there at ice level. Not anymore. Oh, that's right. You're not. I'm Shoot. upstairs, press level. Dang. I'm way up there. I need binoculars. Well, I was going to ask you what the mood was like down on the ice, but you're not down there. No. Well, not, what was not the mood like up on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> at level least, at yeah. least on, the, on the headset, it yeah. was uh, from from all of our stage managers and everybody that are scattered around. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the building was – it was that kind of atmosphere where you kind of harken back to that 2010 team that finally went back and – the fans are starting – they're not starting to believe. They're believing at this point. Like, now that things are starting to go their way, even not not on our scoreboard too, but around the league, you had Vegas, Edmonton, and Calgary all lose tonight. So things are starting to go their way. 
Um, the magic number keeps going down. What is, it, what is it tonight? 27 there we go. at the moment. There we go. Um, but, you know, it's it, it's starting to get really fun around here. The fans are... The fans are believing that this team is is fun. They're, you know, who knows? You, you get into the dance, you got a shot. So it's it's a very fun time around here. I mean, six goals makes it very easy. Yeah. But speaking of yeah. magic numbers, Dennis's favorite team, the Ontario Rain, clinched the playoff yes. spot tonight. That's good so. to know, yes. <laughs> big uh, HL, I know the AHL rules, though. I know yeah, about yeah. going down, and we had a discussion on our podcast about it, and I was actually right about that. With that <laughs> if you're on the NHL roster, you can't go down. You had, that's why that paper yep. transactions happen on Monday. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. But, uh, so that's good to know that the rain clinched. They did. So one one and zero in the Troy Stetcher era. Yes. Um, I was talking to Jack Jablonski in the press box about fifteen minutes into the game, and I said, you know, I made a mental note to myself: pay attention to Troy Stetcher, mm-hmm. and I didn't notice him. I noticed right. him once the whole game. Uh, I'm interpreting that as a tremendously good sign. Um, along the theory that if you don't notice a defenseman, he's doing his job. Correct. Yeah, and, and look, we have some friends from Vancouver that know Troy personally. He's really amped. He he's an unemotional guy. You in the room? He's just very direct, very to the point. He's very excited to come out of Detroit and come and come here and to play with Alex Edler. So to me, he's set up to win. And you're absolutely right, Jess. He played seventeen thirty eight tonight and didn't notice him because the puck wasn't going in the net for yep. the opposition. So to me, he fits very very well. It was a smart acquisition. He's another pro. And look, the kids are playing well on the blue line, but you can't expect every single game. You need another veteran here until the other guys come back, and it's going to be a while for Drew and for Mikey. So to me, smart acquisition, a seventh-round pick. I think there's one or two guys complaining about a seventh-round pick giving up for Troy Stetcher, which you shouldn't. But to me, he fits nicely with this team. He can skate, and he's smart. I feel like I uh, I spend a lot of time on the uh, Kings internet, or the Kingsternet, and I haven't seen anybody complaining about the oh, seventh-round yeah. pick. Was, but when there's I always somebody to trade, complain about something. Somebody was saying it was a waste of a seventh-round pick. Wow. Trev, let's, let's talk on. about It's the, actually funny that you yeah. that you mentioned Stetcher in his interview yesterday. Very matter-of-fact, oh, very yeah. even keel, and that equated to what I think we saw on the ice. Very simple game. Yep. Very, very easy. Move the puck. Let's move on. Like Let's not take too many risks. Let's Get, let's keep it moving, and that's what you need from a defenseman like him right now. Let's talk about the other defensemen out there because Jacob Overari and Jordan Spence, I thought, had particularly good games. Overari was he was calm. That was the thing I noticed the most about him tonight. He did not panic one bit. Same thing. Same thing with Spence. He got smoked in the corner at, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, was at the second period, and he came back with an, an incredible shift the next time and made a little shoulder fake to get out of some trouble and you know they they're they're like it's like ted lasso you'd be a goldfish just forget about it and move on to the next (laughs) play right so they've been extremely calm for what i've thought for as young as they are and with as little nhl experience as they have because we're starting to get into like todd said yesterday big boy time these games mean a lot especially against the nashville that's a team that you're battling right next to it's it's a good measuring stick game to use that cliche so their their calmness really stood out to me it's impressive really with all those young guys is they're you know they're trying not to panic as much Mm -hmm. and you know when we have games like tonight it you can you can tell that that was their game it's simple very simple yeah with spence well he was leading time on ice 22 43 i just want to jump in real quick yeah go ahead that's insane 
Well, he's he, 20 years old. Yeah. Well, that is insane. Part in of the good, reason in a good is way, that the best Sean Diversity's picking a fight with <laughs> yeah, no, sure. Sean training five minutes. six sure. foot two and 200 pounds. But he, but he was leading the team in yeah. his time like at the end of the second. And you, I've written this. I've said it on radio. I've talked to you about it. I, I think with respect to the development of this team, and Trevor touched on it, like none of these kids panic. Like They yeah. haven't made a, maybe one mistake in a big spot that cost them a goal at an important time. In Vegas, they didn't play great. But as a group, the thing that presses me about these defensemen is that you plug them in in pressure situations, playing for a playoff spot. They know what's at stake, and nobody really looks out of place. And to me, it, and it's varying degrees of talent. They're not all the same. Like Jordan Spence is much more talented than Jacob Mavari. Neither one of them panics, and they look calm under pressure. So to me, that's a credit to the organization looking for character, looking for a certain type of mentality from a player, and how they develop these players and bring them up through the system. I've said it before. I'm going to keep saying yeah. it. I, I, I don't know how to explain it anymore, so I'll just say it. I believe that players, some players have a story that has power behind it, and that story, the, the momentum mm-hmm. and the power of their story sure. will carry them through their career. And Jordan Spence, to me, is one of those players. He's now played seven games in the NHL. He's averaging 22 minutes a night, I think. Yep. Doesn't look a bit out of place. No, he doesn't. Wasn't expected to play every game in the AHL this year. Agreed. And at this point, if he keeps playing, like if, if he's here the rest of the stretch and he keeps playing 22 minutes a night the way he has been playing. I, I'm, well, he's a right D, so if Drew and Roy come back. I get he's it. He's not playing 22 minutes. No, I understand. Which but, is fine. But, but I'm just saying if, 15 minutes. But I'm just saying if for whatever reason, right, we heard from Blake yesterday about injuries maybe. Oh, if you have to use him this Yeah, yeah I'm just saying if. Uh, all I'm saying is he, he you know, the, the conversation was already complicated before he showed up. Right. Because you have Dowdy, Roy, Walker, now Dursey, Faber, right? yep. Clark, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Good problem to have. I, Jordan Spence, I am buying every piece of stock in Jordan Spence. I, I mean, I was joking when I said yeah. what I said to you guys the other day, but sure. not much. Um, I, I love Jordan. I am Proofs on the ice, Jess. It's yeah. not, I mean, we can talk about projecting players and where they stand and what they may or may, may not do. And I, one of my friends in Toronto who does analytics saying, watch Jordan Spence. He goes, I know his numbers are off the chart offensively in, in, in Ontario, but he, he's going to play well up here. And he has. There's nothing – there's nothing more you can say. Just you look at the performance. He's a perfect example of why I have resisted the urge to prospect watch because how many guys have we heard about over the, however many decades of Kings prospects? Oh, this guy's first round pick, second round pick, third round pick. They're going to hit. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. All of them. Jordan Spence was fourth round, I think. 20 years old and NHL player, like without question. Unexpected, ninety fifth overall, you know, any twenty nineteen draft, yeah, and he's heralded because he's part of this deep prospect pool, right? But nobody, you know, if you read Scott Wheeler or, or Corey Pronman or any of the prospect rankings, yeah, your buddy, right? Did he yeah. have Jordan Spence in the top? Like, no. no. And going back, look, the, the, the two of their best defensemen was a fifth round pick in Anderson and a seventh round pick yeah. in Roy. Nobody had them. Nobody had them, and even an honorable mention, they were off the chart. You don't know. Yeah, it, it you got to go out and play like Blake Lazat, who just earned another contract great for that kid undrafted everybody said you couldn't make it you're too small you're not talented enough so you don't know it's projections and it's the hardest thing in the in the world to do is project what 18 year olds are going to do when you get to start playing with men all right trevor i know you got to get going and i don't want to keep dennis here all night but uh so let's go into player of the game play of the game we'll start with play of the game trev for you what was the play, play of the, the game, game was lazat's uh power move into trevor moore for the tap in I mean, that's that perfectly embodied to me Blake Lazat's game. 
it's he may he's not the biggest guy and he said this as much in his availability yesterday he's not the biggest guy not the strongest guy but he's gonna outwork guys and he's gonna use his leverage and uses his edges to make plays he did exactly that he chases down a puck you know and has the vision and the the balance to have a guy draped on his back and still find Trevor Moore for a tap in. Dennis, play of the game. Um, Byfield's first goal because, and I know you called me out on this from Sunday's game, but I I want impact from that line. It's not just, oh, they're going to bring energy. No, I need goals. They're all first-round picks. They're different type of players. And I think tonight's game, I think, and Q mentioned it himself, it, it took some pressure off him. He was feeling the pressure. I asked him about that. And he's he's definitely feeling the pressure of being a second overall pick. And look, he doesn't have to be a superstar. He's got two great centers in front of him. But the fact that he wasn't being productive, I think, was getting to him a little bit. So I think this took a lot of heat off him. And hopefully, in the next 16 games, he can be even a more productive player. All right, I thought I w- that line was tremendous. Yeah. All, all, all around. I was going to say what Trevor said. Then I was going to say what you said. So you guys are forcing my hand here. So I'm going to go with uh, with Rasmus Kupari hustling down that loose puck mm-hmm. at the end there. Because you're up 5-1. to one. You could have easily mailed it in, not gone for it. But he doesn't. He pushes it. You know, 60. Players always say 200-foot game, 60-minute effort. Right. Well, that was a that was a two hundred foot game, sixty minute effort out of Rasmus Kubari. You could have said John Hines pulling a goalie with eight minutes left. Well, I could have, <laughs> but uh, but uh, so I wanted. To, so that's it for me. So uh, all right, Trevor, player of the game, um, toss up between Kupari and Byfield. I'll I'll go with I'll go with Byfield. It's for the reasons Dennis said. It's you love to see you love to see him get get off the Schneid there, right? You he has. He has his first multi multi goal game there. It's it's nice to see, and it's got to be nice for his confidence and how he was playing with that line in Kupari. They played with speed. They were ten, they were tenacious on every puck, battling into the corner. I thought he was great tonight. And if we keep seeing more performances out of him, it's that's exactly what you like to see as a Kings fan. Dennis, player of the game, not because he was the first star. But because he's from Thousand Oaks, and I'm not sure you know who knows from Thousand Oaks, um, I'll, I'll say Trevor Moore because I, it's not it's not maybe player of the game. It's maybe a a season, not a lifetime achievement, one, but just a season achievement designation for this player who's been fantastic, who played what 18 minutes tonight. It's just a guy who's totally unsung came in and has just done the job. So to me, just the all around game of Trevor Moore tonight. To me, I'll give him my star. All right, I was nervous that one of you guys was going to steal my thunder on this one, but I'm, you, neither, neither of you did, so I'm glad. We talked to Todd McClellan. We talked to Quentin Byfield. We talked to Trevor Moore tonight. We talked to each other for well, almost 14 minutes now. I don't think anybody ever said the name Jonathan Quick. No. Right? You score six goals. You're not really <laughs> thinking about the goaltending performance, but Jonathan Quick allowed one goal, and it was a goal that I think any goalie would have allowed. Right. Uh, in a game – that they, I don't want to say they had to win, but we're at a weird stage of the season now where every game is a gotta win, but also doesn't. You, to your well, point, Trev, you got to be a goldfish and shake it off if you lose, right? You got to go on to the next just one. Just like they did in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think, Jess, when you look at this, mm-hmm. it's a bigger win for him because when you look at the four games in this homestand, yep. you say, okay, three and one. They're going to lose to Nashville because they can't beat Nashville, and they're going to the other three games. So they win this game and put this one in the bank and have these three ahead of you. It, it yeah. It's a big win for him, and it's a big win for him. You know, yeah. I, I think Cal's put his head in front, but it looks like good enough. And you've been around Todd, 
I'm not sure Tom's running with a goalie for five or six games here down the stretch. You're going to need both guys because that's his MO the entire season. And I don't know if this is telling tales out of school. Apologies to anybody who doesn't like me saying this, but there were some of Jonathan Quick's teammates in the press box. And I can just say that they appre- okay. they seemed to appreciate Got the it. effort that he was putting in. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Well, he made a he made a, that huge glove save in yeah. late in yeah, the yeah. second. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. did. To your point, Dennis, that they came three out three one mm-hmm. there yep. in that period. He doesn't make that save. Yep. I mean, who knows? Going yeah. to the third. Yeah, twenty four stops, twenty five shots. It wasn't you know a tremendous effort out of Nashville. They played the night before. Blah 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 blah. They've got Yossi. Uh, I keep forgetting Forsberg's name. Uh, Philip. Philip. Yeah, thank you. I forget his last name too. I just all I can see is the two no, apps. All I can see is the two. Fantastic Four logo, the two apps, and I'm just like a blank on <laughs> what his actual name is. Matt Duchesne. Yeah, they, they have a legit yeah. team. So yeah, this is a this is a powerful look. You got him on a back to back. Obviously, they tired in the third period, but you look, Jess, you got to win games. Like the mm. biggest statistic is the W. Like so, to me, like at this point, it's not about save percentages or expected goals or anything like that. You got to make a big save in a big spot to keep, like Trevor said, to keep the game. 3-1. That's what you remember. And then you go on from there. So to me, it's just winning games now. It's not about the, the stats. You can look at the stats at the end of the season. Well, I think I can't remember who I said it to, but uh, or maybe I said it on I don't know. I talk too much now. I yeah, forget where I say things. But I said The only number I care about and the only number I've ever cared about is points at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's fun and it makes for good conversation. You know, what's the power play number? What's the penalty kill right. number? What's the goal differential? Blah, blah, blah. The only The only number that matters at the end is wins or points. Well, even more said in the post game, you look at the goal differential coming into the yeah. game, it's plus one. So they don't have, I call them rocking chair games. They don't have rocking chair games. They don't have right. games like They need one of these. And against this opposition, if I told you they were going to win one game on this homestand 6-1, you wouldn't have told me it was Nashville. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have been this one. So, all right, we're going to wrap it up. This is a short one. I apologize, everybody, hoping for a 45-minute uh, post game full of me cursing, but uh, not tonight. But we'll have, a, we'll have a couple episodes later this week. So thanks for listening, King Sands. We'll talk to you soon. Bad calls, dirty slashing. We expect a little bull on the ice. But you know when we can't stand it? When we're tracking packages. Looking up tracking numbers, shipping statuses that never get updated. We call bullshit. So we got Route. It's the free app that tracks everything you order online in one place. Route sends us real-time tracking updates, or we can pop into the app to see where our stuff is on an actual map. Download the Route app in the App Store or Google Play or head to R-O-U-T-E dot com to learn more. No bullshit, just great tracking.